What's up, everybody? Welcome into Pace the Nation Broadcasting. Back here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia. Here we are in the heart of Arlington County, of course. We are in Clarendon, everybody's favorite spot. Back again for another fantastic episode of Pace the Nation. And to get us through this episode, I've got a full crew. Very excited to have a full crew to get us through this big show. To my right, it's Joanna E. Russo. Joanna, what's up? Do you think Docs is on Survivor yet? <laughs> no. Um, we did have a listener or two chime in and tweet to uh, Jeff Propes, but I, I don't think. He's How on long there yet. is Survivor? I'd say probably. I'd say the filming is in my I'm total guess here. I'd say two months. We'll have to bring in our other co-host. He can give us some answers on that. To my left, he's not on Survivor because he's here in studio. It's William E. Docs. Docs, what's up? I believe that uh, it's 37 or 38 days um, from the start of the show time. to the end well, without eating. Without, I get angry at 12.15 <laughs> when I haven't had lunch yet. Right. <laughs> I was Well, because I was trying to picture what your beard would look like mm-hmm. on Survivor, but it would actually probably be tidier than it is now. Right. That's true. Probably. probably. Yeah. Um, and well, good, good call. Thank you, Caitlin Kay, for, yeah. for, for tweeting about that. And, and thank everybody for, for liking it or retweeting it. Um, so far, I haven't heard from them. Uh, but I'm sure it's just a matter it, of time. It'll, it'll happen. For it's just docs. a matter of time. It'll happen for you, docs. Uh, <laughs> since we started with that uh, update on, we we said we're going to update folks, and then everybody was out of town. Oh, about the show. About the show and uh, local uh, Survivor cast member Brendan Shapiro. Oh right, yeah. Uh, I believe he's been. I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it, but I believe he's been kicked off the island. So what you what you say first? Did you say spoiler alert <laughs> okay. for anybody yeah. who hasn't right. caught up yet? Right. Like maybe I've been out of town. Maybe that's, I haven't. That's caught what up I was yet. worried about. I was thinking uh-huh. as it was, that was going through my head. No, I'm all caught up. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to watch it. I yeah. still have them all recorded. You guys forgot to come over. <laughs> so you, he, you were like laid up in a hospital bed. That would have been a perfect time to catch up true. on Survivor. I know. I had another reality show I was watching. No. What? I regret it. Which show? Is it called I Regret It? No. Because <laughs> I think that's what a lot of reality shows should be called. Right. Yeah, it's called Four Weddings. Oh. It's so terrible. Okay. Okay. Four, four girls like are getting married and they go to each other's weddings and they rate, a, rate them. And then one person wins like a dream honeymoon. Mm. It's everything that you imagine. If it's not Bachelor or Bachelorette... I'm not saying this is a good thing. I'm not watching it, so I'm I'm not going to see that. Um, I don't watch The Bachelor, but I do watch Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see the Saturday Night Live skit that was a playoff of The Bachelor? The last the Bachelor, Bachelor was finale, awful. awful. They had uh, it, it's so good. I encourage anybody okay. to go watch it, especially in the DC area, because it was uh, Cecily Strong was playing the Bachelorette or whoever the the girl vying for it. Okay. And then Robert Mueller came in, and instead of like talking about we're not going to get married, he was basically saying uh, it, it was all about the the investigation. I'm not going to do the whole skit. Go watch it. It was worth it. It was right. worth I, it. It I was will. so well done. Uh, I imagine that they captured the whole bachelor spirit with the political spin well, it was such uh, a good such a good someone skit. Who, if you enjoyed it and you didn't watch the show i, I i'm sure i will enjoy it i thought it was really it. funny i thought it was really funny awesome well big show to get to today guys uh excited to have you guys back in studio we'll figure out where you've been joanna's got a big update for us she's been talking about this surgery she was going to have and 
mm-hmm. think she's had it. So we'll get an update from Either her. Either that or uh, she is going through the motions to <laughs> not it. reveal that she didn't right. go through she's it. She's got a boot on, for sure. Yeah. Uh, also on today's program, uh, we're going to talk to a guy I'm, I'm really looking forward to, a New Yorker who's lost over 120 pounds. Uh, his name is Paul Ginocchio. Paul. Oh, don't even don't even try. I Paul G. It, I spelled it for <laughs> Joanna. What do you think, Ginocchio? I think is what you uh, you said, right? All right. Well, we'll 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 figure it I out. I bet you he can tell you how it's pronounced. Yeah. And until then, you just say like Paul G. He was just uh, he was just uh, he he wrote a story about uh, or Runner's World wrote a story about Paul Paul G. Uh, recently, so excited to talk to him. He's lost all that weight through running and doing races. He just completed his 10th marathon, so we'll talk to him about his weight loss journey. Excited about that. Also in today's program, uh, we'll uh, do our, our normal topics. We'll talk a little sports. Uh, it was a tough weekend for Docs and I as the uh, UVA Cavaliers, well... Made history. Yeah, made history, <laughs> and not the way we wanted them to make history. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we will talk weather... As we uh, got through, hopefully, the last storm of the year quick, yesterday. Quick question. Uh, are you going to make any more guarantees today on uh, the weather? No. I'm, I, I, think, um, I think I'm out of the guaranteeing business. I think that's now. probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah. And, and I say that because I'm sure you have... You have a. I don't remember exactly what I said, but I'm you sure guaranteed you guaranteed no more snow. I did. And then when I called you out on it for the last nor- nor'easter... You were like, nah, we just got a light, light, light dusting. Light dusting and mm-hmm. yeah, that was on the last show. I do remember that, yeah. Uh-huh. And so then yesterday was not a light dusting. It was, it was a little more than a light dusting. <laughs> uh, three to four yes- inches. Yesterday was the kind of day that made Joanna regret she had surgery. Exactly. Yeah, so let's talk weather. Um, it was, I was wrong. I will admit I was wrong. It, mm-hmm. it was a snow event. Uh, it wasn't what they said it was going to be, though. <laughs> it was a let me snow just, event. Let me just say that. Uh, they had uh, three or four <laughs> no, inches. This is immediate deflection to say that, that sure, you were wrong, but so were uh, so were the experts. Right. Well, they were. They were saying there was... <laughs> this is deflection. This is changing the subject. <laughs> they were saying that there was... I mean, well, we, we could get Alex on uh, the running weatherman and mm-hmm. see what he had to say about it. But Do they you... were saying six, eight inches. We got three to four in D.C., right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, across you know maybe some of the uh-huh. some of the DC area was more, but it was three to four. So it's an event, but not a major event. In my Farley, opinion. do you think that that he intentionally gave an inaccurate weather forecast so that we would bring him back on, which got him one episode closer <laughs> to that gold jacket? Yeah. Uh, I don't think he was that, quite an elaborate. Ruse. Yeah, I don't think he's that calculated. Although mm-hmm. I do believe you know snow is good for these guys' ratings. Alex, you know it. <laughs> These guys, yeah. these guys hype it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Don't you agree? Don't you think that they hype it up? Because every time they miss, they, they, they project that there's going to be more snow than there actually is. Uh, well, when they you're never right. project less because they want it to be this big event, huge snow mm-hmm. event, because that's good for business. Mm-hmm. Are you saying that it's just weathermen in this area or weather no, people in No, I think across area? the board. You think in Maine that they over-exaggerate the snow? Yes, because it's good for ratings, and everybody gets paid when when the ratings are good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I I would disagree. If if I, if the, there was a ton of snow, you're not watching four weddings. You're watching the, the Channel Seven News with Alex. <laughs> it's what you're doing. I definitely didn't. You didn't want well because it wasn't a big event. You would have had had it been a larger snow event. 
I don't know. That's my my right. crockpot theory. Did did uh, so, Joanna? You you are in a boot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. You are not running. W- were you like scale of one to ten? How sad were you that that you couldn't go run in that mess yesterday? Um, I would say like an eleven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so pretty sad. Or. Did you fake the surgery? The boot is there just so that you don't have to run anymore. <laughs> and you actually got out and snuck out early in the morning before normal people wake up and got your run in. No, I definitely didn't run yesterday. And it didn't. It wasn't snowing until 8, eight o'clock. Right. I wouldn't know. <laughs> right. Were, why, were you sleeping? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't snowing uh, of any. There wasn't any snow of significance until yeah late morning. So let's put it this way. When I woke up, it was covered. Yeah. All right. Well, so it was pretty heavy for a what, while. What time there? you waking up? Ten. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's. Got, I think it wasn't even covered till noon. I'd say. No. Now, now you're making another okay. false statement. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, I'll get out of the business of uh, making false statements. <laughs> but uh, at least you didn't guarantee right. uh, it was noon. Yeah. So <laughs> that's true. So jo- Joanna, it, it was pretty tough that you couldn't run through the snow. What is it about snow that you like running? And what, what, why do you like running in the snow? Because it's really pretty. All right. And there's also not a lot of other people that run in the snow. Okay. All right. Well, and Luigi likes the snow. I, it's a nice bonding moment for now, us. Now, did he get out and frolic in the snow, or do you make him put a boot on, too? <laughs> you know what's weird is that he didn't want to go out in the snow. Normally, he like loves to watch me shovel the walk, mm-hmm. and he didn't want to come outside. He didn't want to leave the couch. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, was he watching Four Weddings? <laughs> Well, let's let's talk more later about about the boot. I, I do believe she had the surgery. hundred percent believe mm-hmm. she had the surgery. Uh, we're going to get an update uh, on all that after the guest. Uh, I will say it was nice running today, and I was glad that it didn't you know totally dump snow. Uh, there was places to run. Props to uh, Montgomery Parks who cleared the Capitol Crescent Trail. So if you're looking for a spot to run, well, by Monday, when this when this posts, it'll, it'll be, all be melted. It'll all be Dude, melted, it's all melted today. We had snow yesterday, and today it's already well, melted. Well, this morning, the um, uh, the uh, Crescent Trail was, was cleared, so props to Montgomery uh, Parks. I heard, uh, or I saw on Twitter, one of our loyal listeners, Midpack Biped, was giving the parks, Montgomery Parks, a hard time. Yeah. Um, because they were clearing the paths for 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 uh cyclists and he didn't mention runners so i didn't think it was cyclists i thought he he said for, for the commuters. for the commute yeah. uh, that that mid-pack biped mid, mid that mid-pack biped he is uh so, sort of nitpicky in my opinion but mm-hmm. uh we'll well he's s- gonna nitpick the way you said that <laughs> we'll, we'll save that for a tweets episode but I, I don't want to talk poorly about anybody who tweets us I love the tweets keep them coming in at pace the nation and we'll we'll probably get to that pretty soon. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Maybe we should put the tweets episode on our New Year's resolutions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think that's a very good idea, Joanna, because uh, much like Farley's not going to read 12 books this year. <laughs> I'm not, it's only March. I'm not going to make it all year without a shave and a haircut. Oh, but, man. But that's okay. Oh, man. Oh, are you getting close to shaving? Well, I went to a wedding this weekend. Yeah. And one of my friends told me about a charity event taking place at our ah, brew pub in Charlottesville. Okay. So on April 13th, I'm getting it all cut off for, nice. for the St. Baldrick's charity, which is supporting pediatric cancer. Wow, that's Very awesome, cool. man. Yeah. You're going to get a lot of I, hair. I mean, this is, and, and, and for those who haven't seen Docs recently, he's got a healthy beard. I mean, this guy 
comes in full. It doesn't go like the ZZ top, like long route. No. It's really full. Like it's the, got a life of its own. Like the what's the what's the character from the Christmas show that he always compares himself to? Yukon Cornelius. Yes, of course. You, yeah. It's got the real Yukon Cornelius. It is. Look. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. red that, and all. That is for going. Some wow. So that's a, a, a April thirteenth. On April thirteenth. Awesome, yeah. Very cool. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited. I think that that's a a, a worthy cause to uh, bail on a New Year's resolution. <laughs> I think so. Um, and I will say this: I mean, I don't I don't hit people up very much, but uh, I do have a website where people can donate. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna tweet that link out, and I'm gonna ask if maybe Pace the Nation, Steve, if you can tweet that out and put it on the Facebook too. And if you are looking for a great charity to donate to, please consider that. Yes. And if if money's tight and you're you know you don't really have the money to to make a a big donation, uh, I also encourage our listeners donate five bucks, ten bucks, and see what we can do uh, as a as a community and collectively get that number up. That's awesome. It's, I totally agree. All that money is yep. going to 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 pediatric cancer. Um, and it's a uh, it's definitely a cause that's that's close to home. Um, I'm not going to say why, but mm-hmm. uh, because it's not my story. Yep. But uh, um, they know why. No question. Well, that's that's awesome, man. And who doesn't want the before and after picture of Docs? Oh, I think, and also, so I talked to this is going to take place at Random Row in Charlottesville. They mm-hmm. have an event. There's actually 21 people signed up to uh, raise money and and uh, get their locks chopped off. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are going to do, I think there's going to be a, a, an official photographer on site. Nice. Uh, but I was, I was going to see if I could recruit somebody. Anybody's welcome to come down. Uh, Friday, April 13th, Charlottesville, Virginia, Random Row Pub. Uh, but I was also going to see if I could get somebody thinking maybe – uh, doing like a Pace the Nation Facebook Live as well, possibly. I love it. I'm, I, we can definitely do that. I think that's a great idea. Uh, do you guys want to come to this event? I'm going to be in Boston. Is I'm, that the same weekend? I'm going to be mm-hmm. in Boston as well. Uh, you guys yeah. are the worst. I know. We're the worst. But we well, will you, be you able You can to, make two donations. We'll be, oh, we'll make donations and we'll be able to tune in via Facebook Live. I think that's a great idea. Even more of a reason to Facebook well, let's, Live. Let's it. not guarantee that yet, uh, Farley. <laughs> you know, sometimes you throw stuff out there and that's the only way it happens is to guarantee uh-huh. it. Yeah. Except for the snow. Uh, <laughs> well, Docs, that's fantastic. Um, that's going to be April 13th, Random Row, Charlottesville. It's two hours away. You got mm-hmm. 21 people getting uh, a shave and a haircut. It's and two bits. A shave and a haircut, two bits. Yeah, um, that's that 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 is a can't miss event. So if if you're if you're thinking of of, of uh, you know a chance to go down to Charlottesville, hey, that's well, a great if, weekend to do it. If you want to show up for the event, that's one way you can yep. participate. Or if you want to donate to the charity, uh, that's another way you could participate. We can tweet out the link at Pace the Nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does shaving a haircut two bits mean? Well, two bits is a, a form of money. Oh, okay. Bits? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is probably one of those old, old-time sayings or doing. Right. Or two like bits that. doesn't get you doesn't shaving sound, a haircut anymore. <laughs> doesn't sound very much to me. Mm-hmm. Do they actually, when you go to the, the barber shop, do they actually shave you too? Like, do they... Like if you walked into the he local doesn't know he's asking barbershop questions because he goes to a hair salon. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I do actually. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not afraid to admit it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a great hair salon. That's that's the one good thing about uh, my hair situation is how much money I've saved over the years on those hair salon that's true. That's visits. True. Um, well. I I enjoy the place I go. Karen does a great job with my hair, but she doesn't bring out a straight razor and start shaving me. Does it, mm-hmm. I mean, if you walked in and said, "I need a shave and a haircut right now," I want a I want a straight razor in, in Charlottesville. <laughs> that would. I, I talked to uh, one of our good friends um, who was who was there this weekend. Uh, his wife said that she's going to arrange the the personal barber for me, mm-hmm. and she's going to get somebody with a straight razor. Wow, that's going to hurt, man. <laughs> no, it's nice. It's All a right. nice. It's a nice, cleaner, closer shave. All right. Well, and that is all. makes you feel like you you're from Tombstone. <laughs> well, donate. <laughs> Remember to, Tombstone? <laughs> I do. I do. We don't need to revisit. Uh, let's <laughs> donate to uh, Doxa's pediatric cancer cause. We'll tweet out the links at Pace the Nation. Uh, can't wait for that event. April 13th, Facebook Live on Pace the Nation. Uh, there it is. It's a thing. I said it's going to happen. So you said it three happen. times, yep, so. It's going to happen. Yeah. All right. Um, guys, uh, next up, excited to be joined by, on the phone, Paul. We're going to say, I'm going to call him Paul Ginocchio. I'm going to, we're just going to go with Ginocchio, okay? If uh, you say it three times. <laughs> it is a thing. So uh, he's lost over 120 pounds. He's a runner in New York. Uh, He's got a great story that was just profiled in Runner's World, and he's going to join us next here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And now, Docs and Joanna, we are excited to be joined on the phone. Let's call him Paul G. before I introduce him. He's from New York. He's got an inspiring story that I read about in Runner's World recently, losing over 120 pounds through running. Paul G. Paul, you there? How are you doing? How are you? Good to be here. Good, man. So is it, I said it was Paul Ginocchio, like Pinocchio. Well, it's spelled the same way. So okay. you, you uh, and I've, it's been butchered much worse. So you did a great job. <laughs> okay. So give us the correct pronunciation. Ginocchio. Ginocchio. Okay. Paul Ginocchio. Uh, is that like that sounds like a good Italian name, right? Joe? Oh, it definitely yeah, and, is. And it's only I'm only 25% Italian, so I got the name. That's about it. Okay. <laughs> well, Joanna Joanna Russo, that's an Italian name, right, yeah. Joanna? Yes. So are you are you more than 25% uh, Italian, Joanna? Yes. Are well, you like pitting them against each <laughs> right, other right know, now? What's going on? Well, let me let me interview the guest here. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so, Paul, thanks for for joining us. Uh, I read your story uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, and it was a really inspiring story. Um, so how did, first of all, how did you get in, in runner's world? How does that process work that your story gets profiled in runner's world? Well, I, uh, follow the runnersworld.com on Facebook and I noticed that they had an opportunity, you know, they were giving an opportunity for anybody to write their story. And I figured, Hey, you know, I just lost a bunch of weight. Let me, uh, fill it out and see if they want to publish it and that's that's really where it went from it was the end of the summer last year and it was first published in october and then they i guess a lot of times they do their stories over again right. and it got a lot of uh i guess publicity the last time they did it a few <laughs> right weeks ago. so yeah yeah very cool yeah that's when i saw it when they uh reposted it and yeah you know today uh we were interviewing paul on on thursday uh, March 22nd. This podcast will come out March 26th, which is Paul's one-year anniversary of a successful weight loss journey. Is that correct? 
Yeah, it, you know, it all uh, came into play that race. It just, I made um, just a dec- declaration to myself that I would uh, get my act together. You know, I've, I've wait, uh, yo-yoed quite a few times in my life, mm-hmm. but um, this time, you know, no turning back. Right. And so uh, d- tell us about that race on, on March 26, 2017. Uh, what was different about it? I-, I think you had somebody who helped kind of inspire you through the last bit of the race of this 5K. I did. Uh, that, that person came back on the course and, uh, you know, pushed me to the finish. And um, I just realized that, you know, runners in general, like, are there for each other. You mm-hmm. know, it, 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 sometimes they're complete strangers. Sometimes they're your friends that you know. But um, runners are always there for you. And, and it just really helped me get, get to that level. So at, at the time, or at the, the, the most you weighed, I think, was about 352 pounds. Correct. Uh, what, what are you tipping the scales at now? Well, uh, I have to tell you, I, I threw out the scale in yeah. July. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for, for years, I would get obsessed with the number, whether I was gaining or losing. And I was losing the weight. Everything was going great. And... I, I, you know, had a couple of weeks where I was like, wow, you know, how come I only lost two this week? I, you know, and again, you know, I decided, let me do something different. Let, let's, let's change it up. Let's throw out the scale. You know, if your body's losing weight by clothes and, and the, and as far as runners are concerned, you're getting faster. Right. And so, yeah. And it, and it just, it just clicked. And I, I, I lost a lot more towards the end of that the summer and into the fall. And, you know, I, I estimate that I've probably lost about 120 to 130 pounds. Wow. So, yeah. I mean, man, you can see the pictures and congratulations. The pictures, the before and after pictures. I mean, Joanna's showing me the picture of it now. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, you, <laughs> you, you. got to feel great. And I wonder, like, physically, obviously, you feel better. Your times are dropping. You're able to do marathons. I want to talk to you about your 10th marathon you just did. But yeah. mentally, man, you've got to be like feeling so much better than you were uh last year this time oh absolutely i mean you know a year ago at this time it was a struggle just to do a 5k you know a mental struggle but a physical struggle you just you you want to go you know obviously faster but i just couldn't you know it just had too much weight on me everything hurt my knees every part of my body so now i mean i'm a little banged up because i'm doing maybe too many marathons (laughs) but it's a different different kind of pain so you know not a pain from being overweight, but just, uh, you know, maybe I need to scale down a little bit with the, uh, with the mileage, right. but, um, but yeah, it's, it, you're right. I mean, it, you just, it's a new person, a new, awesome. new body and, and more importantly, a different way of thinking about it. Cause like I, I said before, I have had, um, success with losing weight, but gaining it back very quickly. And I know like right now I haven't put on the weight again, like I did in the past where I'd maybe be at a goal weight for a week and then start gaining it back rapidly. That hasn't happened this time. So I know, you know, this is for good. That's awesome. Well, uh, I, I got to give you props also in the fact that it seems like you've been a runner and you've yo-yoed, you know, you said in the article, you yo-yoed 50 pounds down, gain it back, but you've been a runner and you don't seem intimidated by going out and giving it your all and trying to run a 5k to a marathon, even at these higher weights, like, well, yeah. you know, talk I mean, about that. Like that, that's sure. tough emotionally for a lot of people to come in and say, I'm not a runner. I'm too big. It, oh, absolutely. And you know, there've been many times, many races, dozens of races where, 
you know, bef- before the race begins, I'm kind of like hiding in the corner. I don't want anybody <laughs> to see me, you right. know. And, and of course, I'm starting at the back. Well, for two reasons. One reason I'm not as fast as the other guys and, and women, but also, you know, I'm trying to hide. But um, again, just uh, there's just been this more camaraderie with a lot of the runners. You know, I run on Long Island, um, the uh, Greater Long Island Running uh, Club, Glurk is uh, the main running club that I belong to. And there are so many different sizes. There are people that are bigger than me now that might have been bigger than me when I started mm-hmm. a year ago. So um, I just feel more comfortable. Well, I feel more comfortable now that the weight is gone. But even when I was starting to lose the weight a year ago, I felt more comfortable that, hey, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm big. Uh, I'm, I'm one of the biggest ones here, but I'm still doing it. I'm, I'm better than the people that are on the couch right now. We're right. still in bed, so, you know. That's, that's a great attitude, man. Um, obviously, eating has got to play a role in this. Uh, talk about what your diet is and, you know, how do you, how do you kind of manage that? Is it, is it a lot of portion control? Is it figuring out, you know, things to eat and not eat? What, what, what's that look like? Yeah, I mean, and I might have mentioned it in the article. It, you know, in the past, I would, I would follow a certain plan or certain foods and, and, and beat myself up if I – you know, went off track where, mm. again, the difference this past year is, yeah, I, I, I don't limit myself to certain foods. I, I just, like you said, portion control is the big thing. And if I do have a day where, yeah, you're right, you know, you picked out. And, and if I do pick out, usually it's because I just did a big race. But, you, know, <laughs> you just but earned I, it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then you just get back on track. And, and that's that's been the difference where I've, I've in the past, um, if I went off track and and i would spiral out of control for months at a time so right um it's not happening this time that's so. great man and i and yeah. i i think you know a lot of people want to do these what is the south beach diet like there's all these fad yeah. diets and yeah. did you try those and i just i mean i i'm going to lead the witness here because i just can't stand them because you just i feel like you lose <laughs> all your energy did oh you yeah i tried i tried paleo when you're yeah. not having any kind of bread or right. anything and it's just it, yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, for you know, everybody's different, and and it can work for other people. Mm-hmm. But I I need to have a little bit of everything. So, you know, and that's that's what works for me. So, yeah, that's that that is. I think that's true. And and some of these diets where you just can't, you just don't have the energy. If you if you didn't eat bread, I mean, how much? How can you have energy to actually go out and run? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, very, very cool. So I just had a friend reach out to me. Um, he said. Uh, here in D.C., Paul, the, the Marine Corps Marathon uh, signups uh, was yesterday, right? Yeah, and he, that's, one, that's on my bucket that's list. On, it's an awesome yeah. race. Highly recommend yeah. you doing it. Um, yep. we're, we're, our, our running store, uh, Pacers Running, is a big supporter of that, uh, of uh, an awesome, inspiring marathon. Uh, a buddy of mine, you know, and he's, you know, he's 200-some he's pounds, uh, but, you know, 200, let's say 210 and, uh, you know, 6'1 or so. Uh, he said, can I do it? Can I physically do it? Um, and you know what? What would a training schedule look like for a guy like me? Uh, and, and should I give it a go? Like, what do you? What would you say to someone like that? A new runner who you know, obviously everybody's different. But what would you say to somebody like that in general? Oh, I, I mean, first of all, if he's six one, two hundred ten pounds, he sounds like he's in great shape to right. be a runner. <laughs> right. And uh, I mean, when I ran my first marathon back in two thousand nine. 
I, I followed to it. I just, you know, went online and found like a basic beginner's marathon training program. It's usually about 16 weeks, about four months. And I just followed it to a T. Your long runs increase. Um, you know, some some marathoners, I, I have a younger brother who also, he ran his first marathon this past year. And uh, he, you know, did a couple of 20-mile runs. I've, I at most do 18 miles as my longest run before a marathon. Okay. Uh, but right now, because I've been doing, I've had six consecutive months as of um, this past Sunday when I did L.A., um, I've had six consecutive months of uh, completing a marathon. So I, there are no long runs. The marathon is my long <laughs> right, run. Right, right. You know? So, but a beginner, yeah, I mean, there's so many different, you know, training plans out there that you can find so easily. And, you know, you just, uh, you, you know, you do, you know, four to five runs a week and, you um, Saturday or Sunday is your long run and it just you know you get into double digits and like I said maybe you top off between 16 and 20 miles that's that's what works for me mm -hmm. and yeah he could definitely do and that And so you're running four or five times a week are you you know what what are the distance of those runs are there is there walking in those runs are you to the point where you can run the whole way like what kind of distance are you running during Oh the week? yeah I mean if I'm doing a double digit run I'm definitely taking walk breaks here mm -hmm. and there um, you know, if, if during the week, you know, I might do two or three runs that are between, I mean, again, if, if I've just come off another marathon, which has been happening a lot lately, you know, I might do just a two or three mile run, believe it or not, but you know, anywhere between two to six miles during the week would be, you know, a typical run. And then, you know, a lot of times I'm, I'm doubling up on races on the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, like this wow. weekend, I have a 5k on Saturday and a half marathon on Sunday. Um, some runners would not advise to do that, but <laughs> right. you know, right now I'm I'm doing it and it's pretty much working for me. So, yeah, I mean, uh, right now I'm logging anywhere between 25 to 35 miles a week. Mm -hmm. So, and and a lot of races. So, talk about some of those races. Like, what? what why do you do the races? Is it a motivation thing? Why do you do them? I think you know, again, coming from someone who's yo-yoed so much. Knowing that I have another race coming up keeps me focused. It, mm -hmm. it keeps me grounded. Um, I also, you know, it, I take pride in the fact that, like last year for 2017, I did 79 races. You know, wow. it, it's just it, it sounds pretty cool to me anyway. Yeah. Some other people might be like, "All right, you, you ran too many <laughs> races. Why are you running that much?" But I, you know, I take pride in it, and it motivates me. And, and um, even if, you know, half of them are five Ks, which you know. Again, a year ago, a 5K was a struggle. I was doing right. a 5K in like over 42 minutes, and now I'm in the mid 20s. So you wow. know, yeah, it's it's just it's just a it's a motivational uh, factor for me right now, keeping those races going every every weekend, knowing that I have one or two races. You know, yeah, and it's not just 5Ks, like you mentioned marathons. I, I said you just finished your 10th marathon. I thought it was in Arizona. Did you do another yes. one recently? Or I did. I just came back from LA on wow. Monday. I did Los Angeles Marathon on Sunday and I did there they had a of course if anytime there's a challenge involved <laughs> I try to do it they had a 5k on Saturday so if you did the 5k and then the marathon on Sunday you got three medals oh, so, awesome. uh, wow. and I'm all about the bling so right, you know. <laughs> right. so so you know you 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 described uh your, your 5ks earlier as you know before you really got to, to this this racing weight that you're in 42 minutes are you are you breaking six hours for marathons? Like, what what does that look like? Yeah, I mean, I I peaked, and you know, I usually am a better runner in the fall. That's mm -hmm. just like that's my season. And in early December, I ran um, 
the Rehoboth Beach Marathon in Delaware. And I had never run that one before. It was a beautiful course. And I finally got under five hours. I was four wow. hours, 57 minutes. I was a PR. Um, so I've done three more marathons since then, January, February, March. And I've been over five hours. I'm not killing myself about it. You know, I'd love to PR again. Maybe I'll PR again next fall. You know, I, um, I'm doing Chicago, doing New York City again. So maybe one of those, you know, I might PR again. I still want to take off some more weight. I've kind of like, you know, been maintaining and, you know, the winter, the winter weight sometimes, you know, goes a little, <laughs> right. a little higher. But, right. uh, so yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm usually between five and six right now. And, uh, that's fine with me. You Absolutely. Know? No, that's solid, man. Um, my buddy would love to be under six who I, yeah. I just mentioned. Yeah. Oh, he can do it. Yeah. So you're a teacher in Lindbrook, New York. Uh, well, I live so in Lindbrook. You live in Lindbrook. Okay. Lindbrook, where do you teach? Yeah, teach? Teach in Oceanside, second grade. Okay. Yep. Fantastic. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm awful with geography. It's so on Long okay. Island. So Lindbrook is on Long Island? Yeah. Okay. Yes. South and, Shore of Long Island, Nassau County. And Farley, where is Long Island? Long Island, I know, <laughs> is it's north of New York, I think. Yes. Sort of well, east. I don't know. East. Yeah, east yeah. of New York City, yeah. Okay, gotcha. All right. My, my point of reference is New York City. And my yep. question about, like, I, I'm really interested in the logistics of it, because I know you race a lot. So you got to be doing a lot of the great New York City Roadrunner races, right? Like, I, how, how yeah, does that. that work for New Yorkers to go Long Island into the into New York City? I mean, you got to be up early. Like, what is that? What is a day where you're going in and doing a New York City Roadrunner race look like? Sure. And, and the last two times that I've done New York City, well, last year and now coming up, um, you do the nine plus one, which is where you do nine races in the city and you volunteer at one of their races mm -hmm. and then you get, you, then you get your automatic Guaranteed. entry. Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah, I mean, the, the, I, I, it's, it's tough because you're taking a train at maybe, you know, 5 a.m. And uh, so you're getting up at four mm -hmm. and, you know, you know, you, you get going into the city and you're going, usually they're, you know, well, not usually they're all in Central Park mm -hmm. and, um, but uh, yeah, some of them are five. Well, usually a four miles, ten k's in Central Park, and uh, yeah, it's a it's a long day. By the time you get home, right. you're, you're ready to crash. But right. uh, so it's, it's well worth it to get the oh, marathon. Absolutely. Well, well worth it. I mean, that marathon is the hardest one to get into uh, in the yeah. world. So that's yeah. great that if you do nine plus one, you get that guaranteed yeah. entry. Uh, yep. 4 a.m. wake-up call. You'd go to Central yeah. Park an hour each way. Yeah, that is a long day. But w yeah. agreed, well worth it. Um, and and I, I love the New York City Marathon. Um, oh, it's, this it's the best. Is the best. <laughs> we just mentioned Marine Corps, and I'm, I'm born and raised here in Arlington, so I'm biased toward Marine Corps. But if I was to have a uh, 1A and 1B, uh, it would <laughs> definitely be uh, New York City and Marine Corps. Uh, this podcast, we were there couple years ago um and you know we i joanne and i ran and docs cheered us on um i went to i went back to bed after they went to the bus oh uh, yeah <laughs> yeah that's right you did you did yeah so but i did cheer you on but i did i also went back to bed so i've seen that you've run new york a number of times um yeah this year this year will be my fifth time wow I, i'm not doing the nine plus one for 2019 it was you know like like we were just talking about those uh, those 5 a.m. train rides were uh, getting a, lot. a little too much, but you know, five times New York City, not many people can say that. And and you know, I could always you know put my hat into the lottery again. I mm -hmm. I, I got into the lottery my first time, um, my first my first two times actually, and then I've also done it for charity, and um, 
Yeah, and then of course the nine plus one. So. Yeah, so you're 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 a New Yorker. Are you born and raised in the in the New York City area? Yeah, Long Island. Yeah, I mean, I, I grew up in East Rockaway, which is five minutes from Limbrook. Did you spend your summers on Jones Beach? You know, I we we really didn't go to Jones Beach that often. My my family loved going out way out east to Montauk, oh, and, wow. and we would we would spend like a week out there during the summer, and, and that was that was like the beach that I really grew up at. And where I live now, yeah, I'm close to Long Beach. I'm also uh, I'm close to Jones Beach. I'm also close to Long Beach, which has a beautiful boardwalk, which I also enjoy running on. So uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, I just wanted to touch on New York City again. We we um, sure. as a podcast went there and stayed at the Lot Hotel. Have you ever stayed at the Lot? Do you stay in New York City? I'm sure for the marathon you stay. In- I do. I I go because the expo right. is on Saturday. So or that, yep. I think it's Friday and Saturday. I'll I'll take a train in. You know, in the morning, go to the expo, check in to my hotel on Saturday afternoon and then, you know, race day, marathon Sunday, and then I'll check out Monday morning and, you know, I take off from school the day after that marathon. <laughs> right, so, which deservedly you know, I so. Yeah. I have to. <laughs> have you ever stayed at the Lot Hotel? The Lot was Joanna's probably favorite place she's ever been to, and you've been to some great places across this world, but have you ever been to Lot, Paul? I have not, no. All right, All right. well, I have to check that out. The next time, okay. um, we, we okay. were very lucky to be put up there by ASICs. Where and, where in the city is the lot? It's uh, right across from St. Patrick's Cathedral. Oh, okay. I, I don't know if Joe. I didn't think Joanna was going to leave, but great time. But <laughs> yeah, New York yeah, yeah. is inspiring, and from a guy like you who's born and raised there, it must be the the, the pinnacle of, of your running every year, every year that you oh, can it, do it. It is, and, and, and I'm just so glad that that was my first marathon. I mean... That was one of the best days of my life, my first marathon in New York City. You know, it was something that I always had in the back of my head. And, you know, back when I was a kid or even like a young adult growing up, I wasn't sure, you know, how, how do I do that? How can I get into that? You know, that looks pretty good. You know, I was, you know, running here and there. But now it's just something that I, I do regularly, which is amazing. So Yeah, that's awesome, man. Well, uh, another thing I noticed on your on your Runner's World uh, story is that you wore a lot of Mets gear. Now <laughs> you've got a you got a, uh, a Washington Nationals fan here, and, and me, born and raised here. You got a <laughs> a Philadelphia Phillies fan here uh, um, yep. to my left. Uh, That's me. And, and Joanne, are you a Marlins fan? How would I be a Marlins fan? I don't know. They're in to, the, to complete the circle. They're the NL East. Um, right. I mean, yeah, uh, so there's no Braves fans. In yeah, that's team. true. Or maybe she's a Braves fan. Good call. Yeah. Um, are you uh, excited about the season? Are you going to any games? I'm going to opening day. Nice. Uh, it's actually oh, I haven't been to opening day in maybe 20 years, so that's that's exciting. That's exciting. And um, you know. Uh, as a Mets fan, you got you got to be cautious. Right, you know, right, right. I don't get overly excited. I was I was actually overly excited last year, and that turned out to be a bust. So, right. uh, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. But how are you going to feel when Bryce Harper's a New York oh, Yankee? Oh, I, I know that's <laughs> that's a shot, Paul. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, I did I, I did want to know about where you were. Uh, I'm sure you remember it. 86. Oh, you, you stole my uh, question. So, right. Doc, I was, was, well, was going to ask him if he knew that the Mets won the World Series in 69 and 86. Of course. Of course. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so where, did I. Where, where were you in uh, 86 for oh, the series? So uh, for the October, Buckner play. Yeah. I mean, October of 86, I was, I was nine years old. I was going to be 10 mm-hmm. in uh, November. So believe it or not, like I was already asleep. And I just remember my parents, who were obviously big Mets fans, they're shaking me. They're like, you don't believe what just happened. They, they just, and, and I'm like, uh, okay. Huh? All right. And then of course I've, I've, you know, 
seen the the replay a million times right. over over the last thirty whatever years, thirty two years. So um, yeah, I mean, wait, did you? So as a as a nine year old, did you go to bed thinking the Mets were done? You know, I I I, I, I don't have much memory of that. Okay, night, okay, uh, right. You know, but uh, yeah, I. It's funny that you. It's funny that your parents woke you up. I always tell that joke, like when I'm over at friends' house and the kids are asleep, and something exciting happens. I always joke around. I'm like, "Let's go wake up your kids and tell them." Right, right. And your parents actually did that. Yeah. It sounds like they I could hang that. out with your parents. I mean, it, was, it was the match they had. To. It was exactly. It was a historic. Uh, yeah, it, it, uh, unbelievable. I remember a lot of people who uh, who were big Mets fans remember where they were i'm sure what oh of course I, I, and so and how about 1969 where do you remember well he was that? nine in 86 <laughs> so but yeah. we're not good at math on this right. show so i was not even a uh <laughs> not even a, uh, not, not even, even a, a thought yet. in your parents at that, that point um I, I do i do get curious you guys are lucky in new york that um you know, we, we do talk more sports on this show than Joanna would like. You guys are lucky <laughs> that you have so many options to root for. So if you're in Long Island, are you a Mets fan? or what, yes. what, how, how does that work? Like, why aren't you I, a Yankees I, fan? I would say Long Island is pretty much 50-50. Okay. As, as really? Yankees. Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess, you know, when the Yankees were really raking it in, you know, in the 90s and early 2000s, they were uh, – it was definitely more Yankee fans around. You oh, know, the there Mets. was a, a lot of conversions. Yeah, you know, the, or or Mets fans that were not, you know, were too embarrassed to show themselves. <laughs> I don't know, mm-hmm. but um, but uh, you know, the Mets had that little run there, 2015 into 2016. Yep. But uh, you know, I, I would I would say it's pretty even down the middle on Long Island. Huh. You know, but if you if you like the Mets, then you have to like the Jets, and if you like the Yankees, you have to like the Giants. Is that, Is that correct? Usually, yeah. Though I I know some Mets fans who are Giants fans. I'm like, I don't, what are you doing? And I so and I and I know a few uh, Yankee fans who are Jets fans. I just so, can't understand but why, New Yorkers. But why does that? Why do those pairings usually go together? Can you can you riddle us that mystery? Because it, it uh, rhymes. It, 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 yeah. I, well, I was just gonna say that maybe because the rhyme. I have, uh, I'm also I'm also a Brooklyn Nets fan for See? basketball. So that's <laughs> the Nets. So there you go. That's it's the rhyme. All right, we figured it out. Thanks for cracking the code for us, Paul. Awesome. Yeah, there you go. That, that's and he is. likes pets. Well, he does like <laughs> bowling. I wanted to ask him what your best. Uh, and we're going to get you out of here here soon, Paul. Yeah. Uh, what what is your? It said you were in a bowling league, or you have been in a bowling league. What's the yeah. best game you've bowled? So I have a two ninety nine. Wow! Wait, that darn ten pin. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Was that like on the last frame, the last pin that didn't go down? Yeah, and it For was real? a perfect shot. Just that corner ten pin was standing there looking at me. So, wow. uh, yeah. See, was let's let's deep dive into this. When when <laughs> so you have a you have a perfect game. At at what point did people stop talking to you? They didn't sit next to you. Nobody made eye contact. It, like, is everybody in the bowling alley aware what you're what, you know what's what? going it's on? Not, it's it's not so much like when a pitcher's got a perfect game that that happens. But well, that's no, why you didn't go three hundred, right? <laughs> Somebody jinxed maybe, you. Maybe you know. I'm still you know sitting in the same seat next to the same guy. We're you know talking. You know, when he's not saying so. You got that three hundred going on, but <laughs> you know, you know, just. Uh, you know, usually the 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 lanes on either side of you, you know, kind of just stop and watch to see what's going to happen. Sure. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, you know, maybe one day I'll get that three. What what was the what was the collective response when when that pin didn't fall? 
Well, I, I, don't, I don't know if I can say the words. <laughs> we have a good editor. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I just I, I love the fa- I, I hate that 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 it's I love the fact you're a good bowler, but I hate that it was probably in your heavier days. So this theory that that all bowlers are big fat guys is that <laughs> were you a better bowler as a bigger guy? Well, it's funny that you say that because like you know again because the weight has gone up and down, and I find that I am a better bowler when my weight is up. See. And, uh, <laughs> season this season i'm I'm struggling a lot well good uh, keep struggling i had a two i had a 277 you know maybe a month or two ago and other than that i really it's been nothing all right it's it there's a direct correlation uh, but, but there's a direct correlation with your health being much better as your faster well, the, runner. As as your running times come down, so do your bowling scores. That's, <laughs> there you go. That's true. All right, Paul. Well, what's next for you? You just did your 11th marathon. What 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 do we uh, look forward to seeing you do soon? Uh, well, you wise. know, we got just a, a little half marathon on Sunday, but uh, the next uh, <laughs> the next marathon is uh, New Jersey, April 29th. Oh, so fantastic! Be, yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask you if if you were going to do New Jersey. We uh, we put on the New Jersey Marathon, so uh, this podcast will be up there uh, in New awesome. Jersey. So uh, we look forward to meeting you in person um, and giving oh, our listeners great. an update. Can't wait to, for that. That's that's awesome. I was going to ask you if you were going to do that. It's fantastic. Well, good. Yeah, great. Um, fantastic. All right, Paul, I, I so much appreciate the time. Um, congratulations on an awesome year of running, um, and let's keep it going. We're going to – we're going to, you know, the good thing about running is that you see race results and you can c- continue to, to monitor people's progress and you're not going to be able to hide from us because we can find the race <laughs> results. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks. Thanks for coming on. There's Paul. There he goes. He uh, lost over 120 pounds just through running and, you know, controlling his diet a little bit, but it's an awesome story uh, that just was profiled in Runner's World. Uh, he joined us on Pace Nation. We're going to take a quick break and be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the program, and thanks again to Paul G. for joining us on Pace Nation. Paul, pronounce his last name. <laughs> I was just going to tell you, Farley. He told you. I know. It's not Ginocchio. Ginocchio. Mm-hmm. Ginocchio. Well, thanks, Paul. Really enjoyed talking to Paul. Congratulations on all his uh, success. Uh, awesome story. Motivating. So, you know, if, if he can do it, everybody can do it. Very, very cool. I love, I love that he's, like, on it now. <laughs> I know. He totally is. Like, great. Every week. Races every week, constantly. All the time. Love he it. Is, he was running a race while we talked to him on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, he's doing the New Jersey Marathon. That mm-hmm. is fantastic. And, uh, Joanna, what's your role at New Jersey? Um, I handle the elites. Okay. Farley is legitimately asking you this question. <laughs> I know exactly. This is not, this is not this setting is you up for anything. No. Legitimately curious both, what you both. do. What yeah. is it that you do? Yeah. What do you do at the store too? No. Um, <laughs> yes. So you handle the elites. Yeah. And what, what, what are we doing for the elites? Well, the elites and the VIPs have a special meeting spot in the morning when they get a little bit of breakfast and they can chillax before the race. And then um, they have a different bag drop option. And at the finish line, they have a different finish tent as well. Well, let's get him to the uh, what do you what do you think should, yeah let's get we, paul should in. we invite him no, no. uh well yes 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 sorry sorry paul no but what Jeez, i was, <laughs> <Dox is> harsh. <laughs> nope nope next next topic <laughs> yeah no what i was gonna say is 
let's let's see if he listens to this episode yes. all the way okay. through. Okay. So his invitation is via podcast. Yeah. And if he responds to you, then he's in. If not, then we know that he didn't listen all the way through. Great call. Um, I <laughs> once had an Airbnb posting that I was I wanted to like stay at that place and by and, podcast. Uh, no, but it said read the whole thing, and at the, mm-hmm. the like the last line was like include the secret phrase in your posting, or else you, you're like, not going to get in. Yeah, because yeah. okay. they wanted to make sure everyone had read the entire. Thing. It's, it's like they're talking about like please return the linens to the dryer and yeah. like mm-hmm. that the whole posting. Oh, mm-hmm. that's interesting. All right, the secret phrase, Paul is docs. Docs <laughs> gets you in. Just walk to the VIP tent and say docs, and you're in. Oh my gosh, there's gonna be so many people that are showing up. Wait a second, I'm, that's I'm yeah, Paul. Yeah, yeah. I'm Paul. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's 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 not <laughs> yeah, a good idea. E- email me with your interest. Yeah, Joanna at runpacers.com. Yeah, yeah, code word docs. All right, very cool. Uh, yeah, that's that, what what a great story. Um, very cool. Uh, I love New York. Love New York. I wouldn't want to mm-hmm. live there, but love New York. Um, got, got a good geography lesson there, too. My parents have a poster in our house. It's one of my favorites, and it has an apple and then the skyline of New York mm-hmm. on top of it. And it says, you'd have to be a little crazy to live in New York, but you have to be nuts to live anywhere else. Ah, that's pretty good. Is there uh, any nuts in the... Like peanuts? or uh, no. no? Okay. Walnuts. Just an apple. Pistachios. Yeah, because it's the big apple. Yeah. Did you say walnuts already? Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, well, that I'm glad we noodled that. We just noodled that here on mm-hmm. the show. It's always good when we figure stuff out. Um, After we've hung up like with the leg- guests. Legitimate <laughs> stuff with the guests, yeah. Um, uh, just legitimate logistics of like how right. the business works when on the show. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so I-, I wanted to get into um, uh, a, couple of, a couple of last things here. Uh We've, we've been waiting to hear, and, and I think the listeners have been waiting to hear about your surgery, Joanna. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Docs was was hypothesizing that you didn't actually have the surgery. You were just faking it, walking around with the boot. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's the case. It sounds like you did have the surgery. Better, worse, easier, harder than you expected. Give us, a, um, give us the rundown. Wait, Farley, lead the witness. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know, I do that. Yeah, how, do you think that I think it was harder or easier? Uh... I think from your tone, it was probably harder than... Well, I, I think, I think the, so, too. The doctor who said six weeks running, I think, has screwed everything up. Yeah. Has thrown everything into a tizzy. Because um, you were reminding the audience, the doctor did actually say that you'd be running in six weeks after this bunion surgery. Right. Yeah. Um, Although so, I would have done it in, like, one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I will say that this is the first time that I've ever had a nerve block mm-hmm. uh, during surgery. And I did not think that I would need painkillers because I thought that I was a very strong person. Yeah, you don't seem like a painkiller type. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. I don't even take Advil or Tylenol mm-hmm. or anything. So I did not even fill my prescription. <laughs> so the first 24 hours were very difficult. Wow. It was very, very painful. How quickly did you get somebody to fulfill that prescription for you um subscription subscription <laughs> i was about to say that yeah uh, <laughs> those magazines yeah you know, about it painkillers. was it was a probably like 14 hours later wow yeah. so you hung in there for a while well, did you pass out uh i thought i almost did from pain mm-hmm. i couldn't tell if it was from pain or just from because for after my surgery i just was lying down the whole time with my foot elevated so i couldn't mm-hmm. tell if it was i couldn't tell what it was from but it was much more painful than i thought it was going to be so i did end up needing painkillers mm-hmm. wow yeah but I really only needed them for a couple of days. And then, um, like, for as bad as it was for the first three days, it got much better by the fourth day. All right. So bunion surgery is a little bit more intrusive than what I had thought. Um, 
I, so I don't want to get all the gory details, it's, it's but I am kind of interested. It's more intrusive than what you learned in, what? in med school. <laughs> right. I don't want all Probably the, is one, one credit short I, of being a I doctor. Just, I thought it was a little shaving <laughs> off the side. I thought it was a little shaving off the side of the, the bunion. I thought that was it. Well, there's different ways to deal okay. with a bunion. So uh, a bunion is when your, your, your big toe joint moves away from the rest of your mm-hmm. toes. So it kind of sits out to the outside. Right. Um, and for me, what they did was they, they cut my foot in two places along the side and then in between my big and second toes. Um, they moved the ligaments and the nerve. They broke the bone, Ugh. moved it into place, and then drilled a metal plate onto the bone so it wouldn't move again. Wow. And then closed What kind of head. metal? I actually didn't ask. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I mean, yeah, I think that's the last question. Metals, I mean, probably a sturdy metal. Like, what kind of metal do you think? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I took a material science course in, in, in college. He and I that had different college right experiences. right now is so not happy with you, and I'm sure he's a listener. We had f- plenty. I mean, we had very <laughs> similar running experiences, very different schooling experiences, believe it or not, at UVA. But so uh, metal plate, broke a bone, moved ligaments. And, and a nerve, yeah. And a nerve. Mm-hmm. And um, sewed you back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think you need painkillers. Yeah. And afterwards, I was like, well, that was dumb to think that but, I wouldn't. <laughs> but here's here's another question for yeah. you. Uh, why wouldn't you just get the prescription filled, and then if you're not going to use it, sell it? <laughs> um, There's a lot of people that are addicted to painkillers, and you could have made a lot of good cash. That's a good point. Yeah, a, and there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with selling drugs. You should have seen her face when you asked that question. Uh, I, wish, I, I wish I was, I was looking. I was re- re- I was ready for a serious question too. <laughs> Yeah, I was ready for a serious question as yeah. well. Oh, it's been a long time since we've been together, yeah, hasn't it? Very true. You guys right, expecting well, me to ask serious so, questions. So you got a boot on now. It's not mm-hmm. going to be six weeks until you run. Um, well, you know, but what's I, the next phase I'm not here? really sure. So I, I, compared to other people who've had this surgery, I've moved very quickly through my recovery process. So I um, was off of my feet for five days, mm-hmm. and the, or actually four days, because on the fifth day, I used my crutches and went. um, about half a mile away to dinner with my parents and sat in a restaurant and I was pretty much okay and then I went home to New Jersey for a week and um, I've been like walking around in my boot so I feel like maybe my next doctor's visit on April 2nd I'm going to be out of the boot (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, it's still swollen it's still black and blue and I can't I can't like put weight on my bone yet but it's only been two weeks so good, good, right. good thing the uh, doctor's appointment isn't april 1st because they could tell you whatever <laughs> they say. Oh, that just kidding april fools happens a lot in the yeah. medical industry <laughs> i'm sure yeah. oh, you took that class yeah, yeah. i did i did take that class <laughs> um well I, i'm i'm interested in your uh your, your transportation ride home. Well, We're not going to get into that. I, I want to tease that for next week, though. Okay. Oh, for real? Yeah. Okay. I, I think uh, there, there was an incident, or it was an, a bit of an odyssey on the way home. Uh, we, yeah, we, that's we, a show in and itself. Yeah, we, we loved your transportation update, so you're going to have a, a juicy transportation so one, update as, next week. As soon as you sent us a text message uh, with a picture uh that particular picture, I knew you were fine. Yeah, she, she was back fine. to your old self. Yeah, grumpy, irritable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, having a transportation fine. issue. Yeah, exactly. That's the Joanna we know. <laughs> yeah, everything was just fine. All right. Well, you, you'll you'll keep us updated on the progress. We hope you get out there running soon. I'm sure. Yeah, you'll we'll be able do to a run. little weekly segment. Yes, I'm sure you'll be ready to run when it's 
95 degrees and super <laughs> humid. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why you didn't put this off till July. Yeah. Although I am hoping that I am out of the boot by Boston. Right. Or else that 5K is going to be... It's in jeopardy. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I saw a woman run a marathon in Boston with a full leg cast. Really? Okay. She didn't finish that. Yeah, it's like, it's really, like, my hip, my right hip's already bothering me because, you know, the boot is, like, slightly uneven, and then it's, I don't know. So I wouldn't wouldn't walk a 5K in a boot. I think it'd be bad for my hip. Mm -hmm. So I got to be out of the boot by then. All right. All right. Well, get well soon. Um, All right. Uh, This podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area DC locations. Pacers Running is for every run. Uh, We also have a store and Princeton, New Jersey, and Steve said he's our manager there, is plowing through the shows. Uh, he said, of course, he listened to the most recent show, uh, but he's, I think, on episode 11 now, just finished episode 11. Uh, so he listens. He's not going from start to finish. He's listening to the most recent ones and then getting his fix by binging. Correct. Ah. Yeah. So then he's binging the other shows. He's got so our whole bit about tell us when you get here. <laughs> right, right. It's not going to work. we got to come up with well, a new bit. I guess he did uh, tell us when he got there. By, I know, uh, but I by, thought that it would be like three months later, and I'd be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I uh, also want to mention, uh, you can still sign up for the Parkway 10-miler. A few things um, to, to promote. You can sign up for the Parkway 10-miler. Uh, there's also a book club on April 5th, Thursday, April 5th. Uh, that's the home opener for the Nats, I know, because I think I'm going to be headed out to Nats Park. So I won't be there unless it's at Navy Yard. Can you give me some uh, – what, what's – it's Leslie Hayward? Um, well, unluckily for you, it's not Navy Yard. Well, of course, they wouldn't. Ha- we wouldn't bring everybody for opening day to Navy Yard and then do a book club there too. All right, so it's a yeah, it's a Clarendon. It's a, it's a Pacers Clarendon, of course. Yeah, and uh, but it's for uh, it's for Wayfarers, you know. Oh, the, yeah. the half marathon in Annapolis. Okay, of course. Yeah, so, so you can earn a patch if you come to book club. Very cool. Okay, a patch. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm intrigued. Yes. <laughs> All right, so that's going on. We also have this week. Uh, the at at Pacers 14th Street mm-hmm. is the showing the Boston Marathon. Uh, documentary showing and that is sold out so um but i have uh vip seats right <laughs> you do have VIP because seats. i didn't respond to anything yeah well you're you're good you're always good anything oh. <laughs> for all the free work you do for us docs you're good uh-huh. so that that's an exciting event uh sponsored by adidas uh that'll be march 28th uh, that's a wednesday night so a lot going on pacers uh at pacers run pacers.com all right, let's end it on a sad note. Um, I was just going to say, Farley, you're going to have to go pick up your kids so we don't have time <laughs> to talk about college basketball. Sorry, folks. Yeah, well, uh, it was a tough uh, week for uh, the Charlottesville uh, faithful who are fans of the UVA basketball Cavaliers. Why are you num- trying to be poetic about this? The number one seed, overall seed. The number one, number one seed. Yep, uh, loses – to UMBC, and it was a gut-wrenching. Well, it, yeah, it was it was terrible. But on on the plus side, at least UMBC is still alive in the tournament, and they, <laughs> no, they still have they oh they lost their next yeah. game. Yes, they did. Uh, yes. Okay, yeah. well that yeah. does make things worse. <laughs> yes. Well, um, um, as I have learned, though, a lot of the top seeds are out 
That's true. So it's, yeah, but not in the first game. Yeah. And, and this is the first time it never happened. But I appreciate you trying yeah. to soften the blow. I do. Uh, it's not hard to have a good basketball team. You only need five people. You know it's what? not like a football That's team. That's actually great analysis. That is that is <laughs> uh, that is that is no, so is true. very true. true. You just That's need great. one good player. Yeah. I mean, you should be on college basketball game why were day you, with that analysis. Why were that you, was true. Why were you announcing track and field, college track <laughs> yeah, and field? You should be doing March Madness. It's very true. Uh, and that's the problem with uh, th- this tournament is that you get a hot team that uh, has f- you know five guys who were like on fire like they were that night, and you can knock off the best team in the country. Um, well, I think also it's it's probably uh, fair to say that going into the season, uh, nobody had any expectations for UVA, and and they they far exceeded all of their expectations getting to be that number one seed. Yeah. Can we hang our hat on that? Uh, I don't know. No, it's I embarrassing. Mean, it, it, it was embarrassing. And they, they did far exceed our expectations, but they set us up um, for so a once again, huge we, letdown. We are Charlie Brown trying to kick an extra mm-hmm. point with Lucy holding the football. Dude, try being a Redskins fan, too, and a Nationals fan. Your team just won the Super Bowl. I know. Like, I, I, I don't want to hear and from I was, him. And I was telling everybody, I was like, I was like, I, you know, people were like, does that help at all? And I was like, not in the moment. Not in the moment, it in, didn't. In the moment, it doesn't. You know, it's like, uh. um, So did you guys make brackets? Did you guys both pick UVA to oh, win? Oh, I had every I don't bracket, bracket I had. I, you know, every bracket I had, I had UVA winning it all. Hmm. There's just, I, I don't like to be financially invested invested in a in an emotional investment right mm. that's wise that's very smart it, yeah it's mm. smart because well, it makes why it are you surprised worse. that i do something smart <laughs> well I, that's opposite <laughs> of what i do because i i think the payoff would be so much better when emotionally you win and financially you win uh that's never happened to me before but i do appreciate that you you text us and said i'm sorry about uva that was really that was really nice well she didn't she she texted us about something else and then about two to three minutes later she's like Oh, this is not very good timing. I better say something about the big <laughs> game. Right. right. That's, that's <laughs> to be fair, I when I was sending the first text is when my dad was telling me about UVA because he's like, "Oh, Chris must be so upset." Yeah, and I I, and that. I I thought that he was talking about something else. I, you know, <laughs> you know what? I, I I actually feel like this loss, either it was the biggest loss in my fandom history, or I've conditioned everybody to to understand that I am unstable and can't take these losses because I got so many people like, Oh my gosh, how are you? <laughs> oh my gosh. And I, and, and for a second I was like, um, let's see, James. Okay. Julie. Okay. Pacers. Okay. Let's see. Oh yeah. Virginia. So I feel like that's a step in the right direction. I feel like you are completely, uh, downplaying how big of a baby you behaved on Friday night. Uh, yeah, I mean, we weren't, we weren't together, but they did sort of get a brunt. So, I mean, this, so you said this is the first time in history that the number one, number one seed has been knocked out in the first round. No, any one seed. Any one seed. Any of the four one seeds. There's four one seeds and none of them. So this is the first time it's ever happened in the first round. Correct. So, Chris, at what point do you think that you're cursed? Yeah, I, now, now, right now, let's, let's, let's mark, mark the tape. What, what is this? Like uh, uh, an hour and five minutes in right now. Well, Joanna, uh, it's actually true. We have a, a text thread. Yeah. Uh, and as soon as Farley hops on to the UVA band, cause he is such a negative Nancy. Yeah. He's like, Oh, these guys aren't going to be good or whatever. Like, he's just like, Oh, we should fire the coach. He's always like that all season. And then, uh, the bandwagon's got some momentum and Farley jumps on the bandwagon. <laughs> as soon as he jumps on the bandwagon, the season and starts saying, Oh, we're going to win it all. We're going to win it all. All of my friends are like, well, we, it was a good run we had, but it's over. <laughs> so there's no knew, chance it's over. They knew. And I was still dumb enough to think we could uh, do something. 
even at, like when we beat Louisville, we had it, we were down by five points with uh, zero point nine seconds left. Mm-hmm. He and and uh, our other friend Carnahan, they left the bar. They we just did. left, mm-hmm. and then everybody started texting like, "Oh my god, that was amazing!" And they're like, "What? What?" I was in a like, car ride home. They they just left. They bailed on the game. They bailed mm-hmm. on the guys. Uh, and they won. So, like in this game, I was like, "Can you guys please stop watching?" <laughs> yeah. And then he gets he gets mad at me. He's like, "Enough with the jokes." Yeah, I I was upset, um, so upset that I uh, I, I defriended myself from the group text stream. <laughs> so, and now he can't figure out how to get I'm, back I'm, in. I'm trying to figure out how to get back in. But, well, uh, now you have the Nats to look forward yeah, to. I, I actually thought that baseball was over already. I forgot that it starts in March. <laughs> you thought it was over. Wow. And that was it. It just folded the league. (laughs) Oh, wow. All right. We've got two big things for the next episode. Joanna's transportation update, and we'll talk to her about baseball. Um, That's surprising. Joanna can tell us uh, how difficult it is to have a competitive baseball team. Yes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You only need uh, nine good players. I mean, come on. (laughs) I I read Moneyball. You you did? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, school us next week on that. Um, Season starts in a week. Uh, Excited about the Nats. Um, hopefully they uh, beat down the Phillies and Mets. Uh, sorry, Paul. Uh, sorry, Docs. But um, I need something in my life. I need something. Don't you mean the Washington baseball team? <laughs> that's right. Oh, wait, that's Where a different thing. Right. It's a different bit. All right, great show, guys. Episode 148 in the books. We're back. We are back. It's great to have you guys in studio. Uh, Much to Joanna's chagrin. Yeah, wasn't she, my last podcast. She was disappointed. Mm. No, you'll be back next week. Both of you guys will be next week for uh, an exciting show. But for this week, thanks again to Paul Janacchio for joining us. Really inspiring story. Uh, we will see him again April 29th in New Jersey, uh, running the marathon there. It'll probably by that time it'll probably be his like 15th at, marathon at the VIP tent <laughs> if he's made it this far. <laughs> Code word Docs. All right, <laughs> that's Docs. For Joanny Russo, I'm Chris Farley. This is Space Nation. We'll see you next week. to turn that damn I know you really can hear it somebody was they were complaining about it a lot I wonder if we could just go over there and just say hey can we just turn it off for about an hour like do you do you need it
Like, isn't there somebody sitting at the desk? That's what I mean. Like, if somebody's there, we just say, hey, is it possible to just turn it off for recording? I talked to the guy who sits there in the desk last week or two weeks ago. Can you ask him, Joanna? She lumps over there. Uh, Faking it. Faker. Shakes his hand. Smart move. Yeah. I would not have done that. Developed. (laughs) She's already ahead of the... (laughs) Develops relationships. I think she had some small talk joke too. Oh, did he laugh? He did laugh. I can't. He's I can't see what's going on by <laughs> talking in the microphone. Let me see if I can move my mic here. I, I can see. He's. It was a jovial conversation. His. She just got to the serious yeah. part because his expression <laughs> his, his changed expression immediately. His expression totally changed. He's uh, like, "You want me to do what now?" Now, now he's shaking his head. Now she's pleading and begging. Uh-huh. He's moving she just towards the door him. now. She just invited him to be on the podcast. <laughs> Wow. Thank you. He did it. Well done. Wow. I think we sent the right person over. I think so, too. <laughs> yeah, yes. Well, and. you'll hear the play-by-play in the Easter egg. Yeah. <laughs> you did a great job. Well done. Nice work. All right. T- there you go, Caitlin Kay. You have Joanna to thank. Mm-hmm. Or was it? Yeah, I think it was Caitlin Kay. Who was well, it's Caitlin Kay who complained and Joanna who did the work, but it was my idea. <laughs> That's true. There was a, pi- a lot of piling on on Twitter, too. Or not, no, it was not piling on. Yes, they, it was. They loved Caitlin Kay's idea. So a lot of likes on that tweet to shut that Caitlin door, Kay said if it goes up. missing, she knows nothing about it. <laughs> <laughs> Jones Beach is where Pearl Jam recorded one of my favorite live performances. That's where we went was Jones Beach. Did you see Pearl Jam? No. Did they play a song that goes like this? It's okay. It's okay. No. That They did. You're wrong. <laughs> well, I didn't see it happen. Do you guys want to know what's the worst food to eat if you have a beard like this beard? Um, I, I don't know. And the answer is baklava. Baklava is... Because it's filled with honey. I ate a piece of baklava and then I had to go wash my face out in the sink. It's weird to be back podcasting. I thought I had done my last podcast. <laughs> you were hoping? Yeah, she was kind of hoping. <laughs> and yet here I am back in the podcast studio. Um, we can ask him that. If it was an hour east of Manhattan, where would he be? In the river. The ocean. Well, I'm in uh, on Long Island. I'm not sure. We can ask him that. But it, that that stud had been in there since 2012, so it's probably time to change it. Do you know what what this is from? Tell me about it, stud. Yeah, it's from Greece. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in eighth grade, I was Frenchy in our school's production of Greece. For real? Yeah. Did you have pink hair? I had a wig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I had to guess Grey's Anatomy, I would say 2006. Mm. 2005. I almost said 2005, and I should have stuck with my first with my gut instinct. Oh, so then it's not in the 20s. <laughs> yeah, it's in 14. But still, that seems like an astronomical amount of seasons for that show. I had to watch one episode, and I wanted to tear my eyeballs out. 